Hello, and welcome to History Pod. On the 5th of September 1793, the reign of terror began in France when Bertrand Barrère, a member of the Committee of Public Safety, made a speech in favour of it that ended with the exclamation, Let's make terror the order of the day. Although there is debate amongst historians regarding the exact date that the Reign of Terror began, Barère made his speech at a time that the Paris Commune was agitating for a more proactive approach against enemies of the revolution. Less than two weeks later, the National Convention passed the Law of Suspects. This led to the arrest of both declared and suspected opponents of the government, this was one of the key causes of the more than 16,000 executions that took place over the next few months. The following February, Robespierre himself justified the government's policy as nothing more than speedy, severe and inflexible justice. While some historians disagree with Robespierre's argument that the terror was necessary to combat counter-revolutionary elements in French society, there can be little doubt that France's fortunes actually improved during this time. However, the terror itself had also begun to face opposition. By the end of 1793, two factions, one calling for an escalation, the other for moderation, had emerged. Although the leaders of both groups were executed, Robespierre's dominance of the Committee of Public Safety was now seen as a threat to the National Convention itself. In the session on the 27th of June 1794, members of the Convention turned against Robespierre and his allies, Shouts of, down with the tyrant, arrest him, were heard in the chamber. Robespierre and 21 of his followers were arrested and later executed in what became known as the Thermidorian Reaction. Welcome back to the Rob Mata Show, and it's Training Tuesday, folks. Uh, are we in the midst of a dangerous revolution like what you just saw there? That's called the Reign of Terror, uh, is what that's called from the French Revolution. Well, in his article, uh, The Impending Thermidor Reaction in Jacobin America, Victor Davis Hansen writes that the decade-long uh, French Revolution that broke out in 1789 soon devolved into far more than removing the monarchy as it became antithetical to the earlier American precedent. American notions of liberty and freedom were seen as way too narrow, given the state, if only all-powerful and all-wise, could mandate equality and force fraternity among its subjects. Each cycle of the French revolutionary fervor soon became more radicalized and cannibalistic until it reached its logical ends of violent absurdity, Hansen says, close quote. Well, today, Dr. Randy Arrington and I will train you on how to see the reality of where we're at today, and that Hansen is correct as we analyze the full article about the coming Thermidor. Dr. Arrington, welcome back to the Rob Mina Show. 
Thank you for having me, Colonel. It's always good to be here. By the way, I watched yesterday, and I learned a lot with your uh, Alex Phillips interview. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, Alex is uh, one of those, uh, I call them smart guys, uh, like you. <laughs> uh, he's a good thinker, and he can, he's a good writer, and he can lay out what he's thinking about very effectively, even though he, as you, I asked him, Point blank, you know, uh, are you uh, a, a military expert, you know, been to war college and all that? No, he just studied it and he went to military school, I think, in high school. Uh, but uh, uh, but he, but it was a great show, really was a great well, show. And thank you for joining me today, Doc, because this is going to be a great show, too. You know, I wanted to show the little historical video at the beginning of this to describe what happened uh uh, during the uh, French Revolution that I think went from, what, 1789 to 1799 eventually. But about 1793 is when that reign of terror started. Uh, and uh, Hansen's article, I mean, just as an overview, what do, what do you think about the, the article's uh, portending uh, of our future and where it, he thinks where we're at today when compared and contrasted with the French Revolution? I think it's exactly uh, what we're going through right now. And when that reign of terror started under Robespierre, uh, you know, and the Jacobins, it, it, it legitimized terror as a government policy to be instituted so that they could go forward with what they wanted to put forward in the country. And it never really had happened before. And that's happening right now with what is happening with the Biden administration uh, going after uh, Catholic churches going after school mothers uh, at a board meeting. They're using terror to silence them or, or get rid of them so they can enforce their rules. And uh, the re revolution in France uh, was similar to ours, but it used more Rousseauian uh, philosophy in that he said men needed to be forced to be free. Have you ever heard anything more stupid in your life than that? Force them to be free. <laughs> I haven't, and just so folks that, that may not understand or know the history, uh, our founders rejected the French Revolution uh, out of hand after they saw what was happening there. I mean, it initially celebrated it, but uh, uh, but rejected it completely, didn't they, if I remember correctly? They did, and what happened there is uh, as the revolution uh, continued for like 10 years, I think it was, till 1799, each a successive uh, group that gained power murdered and, and guillotined the, the previous group. So they kept killing each other and uh, trying to institute what they wanted to uh, put in place for the country. And it turned out it ended up being chaos, anarchy, and what happened was Napoleon took over as dictator. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean what you describe is a successive, uh, uh, what I call, eating of the revolutionaries by the revolution. They, they literally, uh, the revolution literally ate all of its founders uh, at each level, and there were there were several different stages. And Hanson talks about how that, uh, you know, originally the idea was to get rid of the monarchy, uh, which, hey, I'm all on board with that. Uh, uh, I, I think even today the English monarchy should be uh, disbanded, and uh, and those folks should have to go to work for a living. Uh, but, uh, but then they turned to the Catholic Church, and started ransacking churches and lynching priests and and those kinds of things. Uh, uh, but you know what? They also 
they really listen to this. This will sound familiar to you. The Jacobins, they, they wanted to, as we mentioned, the Catholic Church, but they wanted to wipe out religion. They wanted to wipe it out, but they didn't want to just wipe it out. They wanted, they replaced it. They replaced God, according to Hansen, uh, twice. First, they, they developed this thing called the cult of reason, which sounds something like what we would be talking about in the 1790s, you know, it's late 1700s. You know, the, it was the age of reason, uh, a lot of people say, that led to the principles that our founders documented at first in our Declaration of Independence and, uh, and, and in state and colony legislatures before that. Uh, uh, you know, on people like John Locke and uh, and those kinds of things, and Burke, uh, but uh, uh, but they went even further, and they said, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. They they created the cult of the supreme being, Doc, which is uh, Hansen says, uh, you know, it's a dreamed up, a, a humanistic type god that. Only Robespierre could fully envision. That sounds kind of familiar, and he points that out in his in his uh, in his article uh, that it's very eerily similar to the Green New Deal fantasy that's out there. You know, only only those like Greta Thunberg can define it. But imagine that a high school dropout. Uh, but if you don't worship it, they're coming after you and they're using the, they're able to use the force of government now to do that. Right. And a good parallel to that would be Marxism. Uh, the country's infiltrated now with the Marxists and Marx taught that religion is the opiate of the masses. That's the reason that they weren't having, uh, the, the pro proletariat wasn't able to overcome the state that they were in to start that Marxist revolution because they had religion to fall back on. Uh, another one that you talk about the they created the uh, these two different uh, entities to uh, be their god. Islam is the same way. Now that might sound um, controversial, but Islam was created by this guy, uh, this murderer, and uh, he created uh, Allah. Allah's not real. He created it, and there's many people in uh, the world that have created their own religions that are doing well they're they're you know rich because of that and they fool all these people into following them you know uh, you know uh, the circus guy said that a, a, a dummy is born every second a fool and yeah. you know pt barnum and you can fool people all day long and get them to follow you but the problem is eventually you're going to find out that you're just nothing but a useful idiot like the Antifa and the BLM, which have disappeared, basically. They did their job in the summer of 2022 using terror, and now they're gone because they become multi-multi-millionaires. And I think that they, they realize if it ever came to fruition, you know, and this, this Marxist government, they would be the first to line up and execute because they're nothing but useful idiots. They've, used, they've been used for their usefulness, and now they've got to be gotten rid of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, as Hansen describes, uh, he goes through several pages of the description of the French Revolution and its different phases, you know, but he goes on after, you know, this purely secular replacement of God uh, with a secular deity. I mean, even even Islam uh, is, is, is uh, developed under the Abrahamic concept, uh, according to its founder. But but these guys, I mean, they went all into secularism, but but then they. Then they decided, and, and this is going to sound 
really familiar to some folks if they've been paying attention the last 15 years. Uh, that uh, uh, Now, we haven't done this yet, but I could see it happening. The months of the year had to be renamed. The days of the week had to be renumbered and relabeled. Uh, uh, but then, listen to this, statues were toppled at first at night under the cover of darkness. Remember that just a few years ago? Uh, but later, in shameless daylight, you know, uh, uh, and then, of course, that's not good enough. Uh, as we know, uh, now the D Department of Defense Naming Commission is is uh, uh, erasing place names uh, uh, and renaming them, like Fort Hood was just renamed for some living four-star general that I've never heard of. Uh, but that's not just in the military in this revolution that we're undergoing right now, uh, this very similar path, a uh, parallel path. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's beyond even the military. I just point out the naming commission because it's a government tool that created by the government with a lot of power, uh, can, it can almost do whatever it wants, even though it acts, tries to act like it's, uh, uh, it's, uh, part of the democratic process. You know, the, and, and, and as we talked about in the introduction and just now, you know, the original revolutionary heroes were now there. Uh, you can't even talk about them. Uh, and, and, you know, we've seen George Washington statues toppled and defaced. Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt uh, is not an original revolutionary hero, but he's but he is a uh, he, he's a he's one of the founders of the modern state of the United States. Uh, post-Civil War, uh, that, uh, 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 and a war hero, uh, you know, uh, so in the Spanish-American War, but uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, oh, and here's another one. So we can't talk about Dom Thomas Jefferson or George Washington and those kind of folks. We topple their statues, but their successors, these guys, they deify them. Remember George Floyd, big gold statues of, the, of George Floyd, around and uh i mean i think he had three funerals at the level of a president of the united states uh paid for by uh funds that they had raised and those kind of things but uh you know and, and then the last thing that hansen points out was that they just decided they're going to print money to take care of the poor and everything and spread the wealth all those things sound very familiar don't they exactly i don't know if you noticed but today you talk about the climate change being the new god of the leftist, the Marxist, and it is, it's a Marxist concept, it's a hoax. Uh, John Kerry just announced today, we have, Earth has nine more years. Nine <laughs> years and we're done. Uh, and we'll talk about that, we'll talk about that some more after the break and, and laugh a little bit. Uh, uh, this is not all serious, I've got some good clips, uh, uh, some musical ones and a comedy clip to, to kind of get us through this, uh, uh, this heavy, heavy topic here of uh, America's uh, reign of terror. Let's pay some bills, Krista.
Well, I don't think we've got the audio for this, but the point of this musical video is to uh, uh, poke at uh, the French Revolution and how absurd uh, it became uh, and to actually show the guillotines and uh, uh, and bring it to your attention, folks. Uh, I'm Rob Manus uh, on The Rob Manus Show, and today we're talking with Dr. Randy Arrington uh, about uh, uh, Victor Davis Hanson's uh, article describing uh, how America is undergoing a Jacobin-like uh, revolution uh, that's actually in its reign of terror portion or, or moving towards the end of it. Uh, but we haven't resorted to the guillotine yet, uh, at least not literally. We'll see a picture here at the end of the show uh, about figurative uh, guillotining of a president of the United States. Uh, I think we've got that audio now. Go ahead and uh, play it again, Krista, and see if we've got it. With delight, seeing what's to come. So, Doc, uh, uh, here on Red Voice Media, we want to put the truth out. Uh, uh, what, do you, what are you thinking about uh, uh, about what you see in, in that video? Uh, yeah, it's, we want the music there so people can will focus on what they're seeing. Uh, you know, we mentioned earlier in the first segment that every every successive level of revolutionary leaders in the French Revolution's reign of terror was subsequently executed. By guillotine, I think, I think you know after they did the monarchy at the beginning of it, eventually there were over sixteen thousand beheadings uh, uh, using the guillotine before this this bloody episode was all over. Uh, you know what? Why? Why did that happen? There's no honor among thieves, and that's exactly what happened during the nineteen uh, seventeen revolution, Marxist revolution in Russia. There's no honor among thieves. They just they ascend, they kill people below them, they install knuckleheads that know nothing about anything to be in their cabinet to make them look better. But you talked about how there's not, we haven't devolved yet into the guillotine, but you might remember this, a soft kill versus a hard kill. And right now our government is engaging in soft kill against its opponents, and that includes us out in, in the, uh, the population. They're soft killing us by doxing us, and shaming us, trying to shame us, and um, that's that's a, not a hard kill. That's a soft kill, and it has the same result. Uh, do you think that's what's happening? Uh, I mean, one of the things that we've seen, uh, and, and when I talk about this in the intro, uh, is that, uh, uh, and we'll get deeper into it, is that is that uh, uh, you know the reigning side, the power side. Uh, gets to exempt itself from the law so that it can be exempted from what it's created uh, uh, in the the reign of terror is what I'm talking about. But I think we've done the same exact thing, to get to your point there, uh, with the difference between the way the BLM rioters 
have been treated by the law, uh, and these January 6th uh, prisoners have been treated by the law. Now, I, it's my opinion, they're purely political prisoners. Uh, it exactly. doesn't matter what kind, what kind of laws. They, they Some of them did break laws. Uh, I think they've been tried in kangaroo courts because there's no way that a conservative could, uh, could get a fair trial in the District of Columbia. There's just no way. It's 90% Democrat. Uh, and, and not just regular Democrat, I mean, rabidly communist socialist uh, Democrats uh, in that district. So it doesn't matter even if you had a Trump appointed judge. Uh, I mean, we've just seen that uh, people like Stuart Rhodes, who who was didn't go into the Capitol building, didn't encourage anybody to go into the Capitol building, uh, basically said mean words about the outcome of the election. Uh, uh, but happened to be ahead of the uh, the uh, Oath Keepers. Uh, he got 18 years in prison after a, a sham conviction of seditious conspiracy. Uh, that to quote the, the Matthew Graves, the despicable uh, U.S. attorney in the district, uh, that it could just be a wink and a nod to to equal a seditious conspiracy, which is just talk about absurd. I mean, that's exactly what we're talking about here. Uh, uh, but, uh, uh, but people in the BLM riots, uh, I mean, even if they were arrested, they were later turned out, turned out and not convicted of anything uh, or sent to prison. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, heck, the two, remember the two attorneys that did the Molotov cocktails in New York city against the police officers cars. What did they get? 18 months in, in jail. 18 months. Uh, 18 months in jail. They didn't even get their law licenses permanently revoked. The New York bar gave it back to them, if I remember correctly. Uh, and this guy Rhodes, who basically said mean things. He, he was mad. He was angry, which we're supposed to be protected to be able to do. Right? Uh, well, and he gets are... 18 years in prison. That is, that is an example uh, of what Hanson, I think, is talking about. Uh, when he describes the French Revolution uh, and that reign of terror, how they were able to exempt themselves from the law because they got into power. That's what we see happening today, isn't it? Right, and these are the show trials. And they, if they can bring a, pre, a sitting president uh, for impeachment for doing nothing, uh, except talking to Zelensky, that's what he did. And these are show trials. They're using them to scare the remaining population into submission. And that's exactly what totalitarians do. And what I think, well, I think what you're seeing right now, uh, Colonel, is that enough Americans are starting to wake up to this wokeness. And all this is the same stuff. Communism, socialism, progressivism, wokeism, Marxism, it's all the same thing. Just a different name that they use. They, they do this throughout history. They change the name. They make it. If you ever see a Democrat uh, a party put forth a policy Look at the name of the policy, because what it's going to do is exactly the opposite of what that name says. They do that to fool people, and there are millions and millions of people, like P.T. Barnum said, that are easily fooled. But I think what we're seeing now is you've seen these uh, boycotts of Target and Disney uh, and Bud Light beer that are highly effective now, and I think a counter-revolution is beginning to build within the populace, and that's something that they're very afraid of. Uh, in, the, in the hallowed halls of the swamp in Washington, D.C. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad that's happening. Uh, but at the same time, uh, the institutions are making rules like, I just read about one today, that if you uh, 
Uh, if you speak out against uh, uh, children uh, getting transgender surgery uh, foisted upon them, then you uh, are basically dealing in domestic terrorism and misinformation, and the power of the government's going to come down on you. Uh, and, and that's that's the way uh, they will uh, temper those boycotts by removing, you know, by slowly whittling them away, by scaring the hell out of people and chilling free speech and free thought. Uh, and, and really, really, the American way is to try to do what's right. When I say that, I mean, I mean, Americans. I'm not talking about the government of the United States. The government of the United States, as far as I'm concerned, is way out of its constitutional authority right now. Uh, it is not serving the purpose that it was designed to serve, and we have a right to abolish the current government and reinstitute another one uh, that will serve that purpose, which is basically to protect our liberty uh, uh, in various ways, like national defense and those kinds of things, uh, and, and protect our ability to speak freely, you know? Uh, and uh, But you know what? What I just said uh, is uh, not far from what Stuart Rhodes, the head of the Oath Keepers, said, that he was just sent to, you know, sentenced to 18 years in prison for saying. I mean, it's incredible the power that uh, these people have been able to uh, uh, foist on their own shoulders uh, in order to put their political enemies behind bars and keep the populace from rising up and doing the right thing. And when I say rise up, I mean legally, you know, doing what Americans do. Uh, you know, we fought a civil war over political disagreement uh, and killed 600,000 plus Americans doing it. Uh, I don't know anybody uh, outside of, I mean, there, I don't know anybody. Uh, there may be 10 people in the country that want to have another uh, violent conflagration like that. But uh, most people, we love our country and we, we love the flag and we love what it's supposed to stand for. It's just that our government is abhorrent right now because... If we're undergoing this reign of terror, uh, minus the guillotine, but that's just the next step. That's the very next step. Right, and I've told you before on this show, I would start every class that I taught at every, the different universities I taught at by saying this. I turn to my students and I say, look, I love the United States of America. I want you to love the United States of America, too. They don't hear that today on college campuses. They hear hate, hate from Marxist professors. And I was in... Uh, faculty lounges where I listen to these Marxist professors talk, and it's real easy to talk theory inside an air-conditioned faculty lounge, but it, it never works. And uh, Fear is a tremendous motivator. The government knows this. And I'm going to say this right now. Whoever came up with the idea of turning a man into a woman needs to have his head examined. And the, the corollary, turning a woman into a man, is worse. It is. It is. Uh, and not just mentally. I mean, physically, uh, I mean, this this trend of wanting to do it to children uh, is uh, it should be outlawed, in my opinion. There are there are reasons for laws. Uh, that is a law that would protect the liberty of those children, uh, you know, and 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 keep uh, crazy parents from doing it, or crazy doctors that are convincing normie parents uh, to do it because they say it's the right thing to do. Uh, you know, it, it's just absolutely crazy, but it's all part of this construct that Hanson lays out here. I hadn't really, really put 
a whole lot of deep thought into it until I read his article, you know, and, and you mentioned this at the end, you know, at the end of the reign of terror, these, this group called the Thermidors took power, uh, and, and they weren't continuing the revolution. They took, they were able to take power to end this craziness. Uh, but the end was really, really hard and resulted in years and years, uh, of problems for the average French citizen. Uh, because Napoleon was the was ultimately the outcome of the end of the French Revolution, right? Right, and he was a brutal dictator, brutal. Yeah, and he took them through wars uh, uh, unnecessarily, trying to conquer Europe, and uh, everybody knows uh, uh, about the Battle of Waterloo and uh, going into Russia and trying to take Russia and getting defeated and all that. But the people that bore the brunt of that were those same citizens uh, who had started out wanting to get rid of a monarchy and to be free. Uh, I'd ask the people that are listening, does that sound familiar? Does that sound familiar at all uh, with, with Biden? Now, Biden, he's, uh, he's not in control. It's the Obama cabal behind him, the Marxists behind him. But they're dragging us into a war right now. And we might end up going to war against China if, if uh, they invade uh, Taiwan, which I think they might do in uh, probably a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. Uh, it's certainly possible. You know, and Taiwan would, would be even easier to convince the American people uh, to get into because, you know, for decades now, the, the, the USA has said it's a vital national interest. Uh, uh, so there are decades of intellectuals, foreign policy experts, military uh, leaders uh, that have spoken on that it, that subject over and over and over again, in spite of the status quo policy, uh, you know, the one China policy that we have. Uh, now, uh, if uh, the Communist Party of China were to try to reunify that island by force with the mainland China, uh, it'd be very difficult for the United States not to Get engaged in that militarily, and I'm talking about using American forces, not uh, not doing a proxy war against Ukraine. And quite honestly, you know, I've seen poll numbers that say 60% of the American people support uh, our involvement in Ukraine, but I don't think they're asking the right question. Because when you ask them the question of, uh, do you support uh, you know taking steps that would lead to Americans dying in Ukraine, uh, uh, they overwhelmingly say no, absolutely not. But that's the path we're on, because we have this this Jacobin type administration uh, and uh, uh, and dysfunctional figurehead leader as the president of the United States. Uh, that is the road they're traveling, isn't it? I, I, I'm not certain, but I think the majority of the semiconductors for our computers comes from Taiwan, and if yeah. that was cut off, that is a national security issue. And uh, yeah. I just saw the other day that uh, we've now got some new deal with the Philippines that will help us if we ever have a situation of combat with China, because that sea lane there uh, between Taiwan and the Philippines is a uh, tremendous sea lane where a whole bunch of world commerce comes through. And that would also be where uh, militarily uh, we could stop them from doing certain things as China. And China's got a tremendous navy, but it's still not on the same par with our weapon systems. They're not there yet. They're getting there, but they're still not where we are militarily with technology and weapon systems. 
Well, we got to pay some more bills, Doc. Uh, I'll see you on the back side of the break where we'll have a little bit of humorous video to talk about the French Revolution. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Go ahead and play that Blackadder uh, video of the French Revolution. Yes, well, obviously it hasn't really got going yet. I think that's a bit of an understatement, Frou-Frou. I've been at autopsies with more party <laughs> Don't worry, in a moment we will hear the sound of music and happy laughter. <laughs> Bonsoir, monsieur. Bonsoir. Ah, good evening, my man. Uh, do you speak English? Little. Good. Well, just take me to the ambassador, then, will you? Pardon? <laughs> I have rescued an aristocrat from the clutches of the evil revolutionaries. Please take me to the ambassador. No, I won't. <laughs> I am an evil revolutionary and have murdered the ambassador and have turned him into pate. <laughs> ah. And you, Aristo Pig, a prat, pig, ha! You will regret your insolence, revolutionary dog. Dog, ha! You will regret your... Arrogance, royalist, snag! Snag, ha! Look, I'm sorry to interrupt this very interesting discussion, but it really is none of my business, so I think I'll be on my way. Come on, Borek. <laughs> Not so fast, English. In rescuing this, uh, this, uh, boite de stinky weed, you have attempted to pervert revolutionary justice. Do you know what they do to people who do that? They're given a little present and allowed to go free. No. They're smacked and told not to be naughty, but basically let off. No. I think I know. What? They're put in prison for the night and brutally guillotined in the morning. Well, Your little gnome is correct, monsieur. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to the last day of your life. Well, welcome back to the Rob Mader Show here on Red Voice Media Network, the only place where you're going to get the truth and the facts 
so you can make the best decision about your freedom and your community and your vote. Uh, don't listen to those corporate media types. Come right here to Red Voice Media Network uh, and uh, take part in this discussion uh, and this building of uh, community. Well, we're talking to Dr. Randy Erickson today about Victor Davis Hansen's article uh, describing and really laying out the parallels between the French Revolution and what's happening in our country today with the woke uh, revolution. And, and uh, Doc, uh, the, the, the little clip there uh, points to a couple of things. One is uh, uh, the absolute ludicrousness of the revolutionary uh, uh, when confronted with uh, facts from somebody that his team has said, nope, you're gonna, you're a dog, you're gonna die, uh, and that's it. Uh, and then he even brings in the English guy, <laughs> uh, uh, which is, which is really what's going on. I mean, we may not be guillotining people, but the cancel culture that has been created around all this woke. Uh, uh, woke ideology revolution uh, is a symbolic beheading uh, of that because it takes people's livelihoods, uh, uh, lose your jobs, uh, uh, use your, lose your reputation, and there's really uh, not a whole lot of recourse right now because the government's being controlled by these uh, Marxist, socialist, communist. I just, they're just communists. Uh, I've spent many years in my dad that too, as did you fighting the communists of the Soviet Union. Uh, and we continue to fight the communists in China. And that's who these people are. Uh, you know, uh, it, it's unfortunate because, you know, uh, and Hanson points this out, we've spent decades fighting a good fight and winning uh, to establish equality of opportunity for everybody, regardless of what your skin color is or, or even what your personal choices are quite honestly, but that's been, that's been uh, flipped on its head. Uh, and now we have this, uh, you know, instead of that equality of opportunity and a safety net for the poor and increased civil liberties, now we've got, no, 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 the equity agenda. And what's the equity agenda? Uh, that is state forced or mandated uh, equal outcomes. And, there, and it's, it doesn't make any sense, so the state has to force it. Isn't that right? Right, and you, you talked about what's happening now with the cancel culture. I call that the virtual gulag, and you can't say certain things or people come after you. They'll, they'll try to cancel you. The virtual gulag is alive and well uh, in the United States, uh, and there are people that are getting wealthy, those BLM Marxists. Uh, you, you, have, you don't see them anymore because now they're living in their multimillion-dollar mansions, uh, and they've, they've used up their usefulness. And uh, that's exactly what's happening right now. So we, we, we can see that the American people are looking at their country and they don't recognize it anymore. And what we're seeing them do is realize if we don't do something, we the people don't stand up and stop this madness, we will not even have a country anymore. And that's why the counter-revolution is building. I think uh, uh, Victor Hanson Davis mentioned that. Uh, you know, Victor Davis Hanson mentioned that in his article, that we won't have a country at all. Now, I can see how we could, uh, you know, do what happened in the Soviet Union, balkanize, and turn into, you know, three or four different nations. And that, I don't think that would be good for the United States or the people that are in the United States. 
And there's so many things that are happening that are you know pointing that, us in that direction. And I think that's exactly what the cabal of Marxists behind Obama, excuse me, behind Biden want to do. Yeah, and I think the Marxist named Obama uh, is uh, one of those Marxists behind Biden, uh, and is probably pulling the strings quite uh, handily uh, on that administration. Quite honestly, uh, I mean, some people have turned this the third Obama administration, and uh, uh, I think I agree with them. I really do. It, you know, it's it's really sad though. I mean, uh, this 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 stuff breaks my heart. Uh, Hanson talks about how. How uh, you know diversity is now this or- Orwellian word, uh, 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 you know, for racial essentialism. Uh, and he, in fact, he he says, you know, we got rid of Jim Crow racism, and I was a small part of a team, a bipartisan team, that helped do that to remove the last Jim Crow era law from the books uh, in Louisiana a few years ago, uh, but. It wasn't permanent because now this craziness, it's its come back. It's called good segregation. You know, you've seen it in, in the news reports, right, where uh, uh, racially segregated high school, uh, high school graduations or events, uh, pre-graduation, uh, uh, racially separate dormitories uh, on college campuses uh, and other places, you know, uh, uh, you know, black activists calling for reparations. Uh, eight eight hundred billion, I think it's up to from San Francisco, uh, and San Francisco, I think, is probably the most notably melting down as you as you observe it in real time, uh, melting down city in the United States. I mean, New York City may be running a close second, or Chicago, uh, or New Orleans, uh, or L.A., but San Francisco, I think, is the number one meltdown city. Uh, and and it's and these are serious discussions uh, and serious pieces of legislation by the city council uh, that might be approved on that. So so we we we've turned our we've turned our our, our society that celebrates equality of opportunity uh, for every human being, regardless of how they're born, you know what their skin color is, is uh, what their choices are, and those kind of things. Uh, completely upside down and reinstituted the things that that literally Americans, many of them black Americans, died to uh, put in place equality of opportunity in a colorblind society. Those are all bad words and bad phrases uh, uh, when you talk to people that are on the woke revolution side of that, aren't they? Yeah, you talked about that the character. Martin Luther King said he wants his children to grow up and be judged based on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. They wanted integration, not segregation. And now the Marxists are trying to divide and conquer, to reinstitute this racism amongst the African Americans, the black Americans, however you want to call them, so they will be, will be fighting against the, the white supremacists, which I don't believe exists, but that's what they say. And they're, they're, they're using that to stoke the fires of a revolution. So, I, I, you know, the quality of your life is highly dependent on the quality of your character. So I teach people all the time, guard your character uh, like it is your life, because it is. And, uh, you know, these, these, don't let these people uh, whip you up into a frenzy with all these lies. You, uh, I think this is Thursday, your, your Truth and Lies Day. There's nothing but lies happening right now coming from the Marxists, and it's all 
propaganda, and propaganda is very, very powerful, uh, has a uh, hold on weak-minded people. Don't be weak-minded. Do your own research and find out what the real truth is. And listen to this show right here, Rob Bannis Show, you can hear the truth, the unvarnished truth. There is no safe space around Colonel Manis and Dr. Arrington. Trust me, no safe spaces. You're going to hear the real truth. You're absolutely right, Doc, and uh, you're going to hear more of the real truth. And you're going to see something that you probably haven't seen before, uh, but it's real, and it happened uh, right here in the United States of America after this break. We'll be right back. We love the Internet, but the Internet is tracking everything you do. Take control of your online privacy with IP Vanish. People with malicious intent are everywhere watching you. Criminals can hack your Wi-Fi while broadband providers and advertisers monitor your data. With IP Vanish on your device, your internet activity is encrypted. No one can see what you're doing. Your location, your connection, completely hidden. Protect your internet privacy today with IP Vanish. show what you're seeing here is uh, black lives matter protest uh, from 2020 in washington dc uh, and uh, you see that the corporate media is showing you uh, only a protest of people carrying signs uh, they're marching uh, looks very peaceful and those kind of things uh, uh, but this uh, producer why don't you bring up the still photograph uh, the next one so we can set this in their minds of the American people of what the truth is. Now, what you're seeing there is a picture of an effigy of President Donald J. Trump later that evening in a guillotine. You see the blade of the guillotine on the left is, a, is, a, is, a, is painted to, to look like the District of Columbia, the nation's capital's flag. That's what that is right there. Uh, this is despicable. Now, contrast with that with what you saw on January 6th where the little four-foot-tall noose uh, gallows was shown over and over again, not in context, not with an effigy in it or anything, uh, to say that, uh, that uh, those protesters that were protesting uh, a stolen election, uh, I'm still not convinced that Joe Biden won that election, uh, by the way, uh, because the numbers don't add up. The numbers don't add up, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so that Americans have a right to, uh, to press their government to address their grievances, and that's what was going on, and to protest. Uh, but, but those people are going to jail for decades just for talking in some cases. I'm not talking about people that hit you know, hurt police officers or broke things. I'm talking about people that just talked about it, talked about uh, a stolen election uh, because they're being made an example by this government that is now controlled by these socialist uh, Marxists uh, that have conducted and are continuing to conduct 
this revolution. Dr. Dr. Errington, I know you agree with me. I mean, listen to what they've done. You know, our border, this is right along the Jacobin uh, reign of terror, uh, French Revolution type thing. Uh, they, the uh, woke elite, they deem that prisons are, are arbitrary detention centers. Now, I'm, I, 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 I'm always open-minded to talk about uh, criminal justice reform because I think the Biden bill back in the 90s that was passed uh, put a lot of black Americans in prison that shouldn't have uh, uh, been in prison and criminalized a lot of things that it shouldn't have. Uh, but uh, but there have been thousands of these Wokies arrested. Uh, they don't go to prison at all. So they're right back out. Uh, and that's because the revolutionaries have control of the government and the law, the judiciary. So they're, they're exempted from this craziness that they've created. The borders have disappeared. This is right along the French Revolution lines, uh, you know, uh, because they're, what do you say, racist relics from the 19th century. Uh, but, you know, we have sanctuary cities that have invited these people in, and now they're whining and complaining yeah. when governors send <laughs> the illegal aliens. I'm not going to call them immigrants. They're illegal aliens legally, and that's what I'm going to call them, uh, folks. So uh, you can get on me all you want. I don't give a damn. Uh, we're going to use the right terminology here. They're illegal aliens, uh, and they're being sent to these sanctuary cities. And now, like the Mayor Adams in New York City, the Mayor of Chicago, uh, they're all whining and complaining. Well, start acting like Americans and enforce your law, damn it. You know, uh, uh, I mean, it, like we talked about San Francisco earlier, public defecation, urination, even fornication and injection of drugs have been rebranded as just lifestyle choices, and it's okay. And if people stand up against it, they get put in jail or canceled or uh, uh, arrested, tried in the courts. It's crazy what's going on uh, here. But these are facts and what's happening. And I'll bet you that 99% that of Americans never saw that picture of Donald Trump in that guillotine right in Washington, D.C., that's the incident and in the, in the violent protest that resulted in the attack on the White House that, where the Secret Service had to make a decision to take the president downstairs to the, to the protected areas. That never has happened. Except well, since 9-11, uh, it happened with the vice president uh, and the first right. lady because they were in the White House. Uh, but, but the president has not. Uh, it... Uh, uh, and, and, and the media is complicit with this revolution, uh, this reign of terror that's happening, isn't it? We're getting, we're getting paid. Well, you remember Kathy Griffin held up that uh, severed head, bloody head that looked like Donald Trump, and the left lauded her for that. You know, and, and what's been happening the last seven years, again, to go back to a hard kill versus a soft kill, uh, as far as uh, President uh, Trump is concerned, they're trying to give a soft kill to him to shut him up to keep him from running. That's exactly what's happening. They don't want to kill him, but they want to soft kill him. And a lot of my students from the different universities are calling me uh, every week. What should we do, Dr. Ray? What should we do? And I tell them, here's my advice. If you want something out of life, and that includes for your country, if you want something, grab it by the throat and wrestle it to the ground until it submits. Don't let anything or anybody prevent you from achieving your goals, and that includes the nation, as a free nation, continuing longevity. Don't let anybody prevent you from achieving your goals, most of all, yourself. You're going to have to stand up, and you're going to have to fight for what you believe in. And it may take the blood of tyrants and patriots to put this country back on the right, right path. 
What do you think, uh, if it were to come to that, what do you think the government's going to do? Stand on the sidelines and say, okay, the citizens are at odds with each other. They're just going to fight it out. Well, it's funny you ask that because when I was teaching the Air Force pilots up at uh, Flight Safety Atlanta, uh, I would ask these uh, young officers, uh, what would you do if, if your commander-in-chief told you to fire on your brother or citizens? And 95% of them said they wouldn't do it. The younger ones are the ones that would say, I would do it, because they don't really know yet what is an illegal order. You don't have to follow Ill unconstitutional illegal orders. And so I asked them, would you fire on your, your brother American citizens? They said no. And you talk about uh, the open border, and the government likes to hide those figures too. Let me tell you the truth, Colonel. There are 50 to 60 million illegal aliens in this country right now, not 14 or 12, as you've been told the last 30 years. There are 50 to 60 illegal aliens in this country, and that's what they're called in our Constitution, not immigrants without papers. They are illegal aliens, and they are illegal. They've crossed into the country illegally. I'm sorry if that hurts your little mind, but that's what it is. Yeah, and uh, one presidential candidate for 2024, Donald J. Trump, has said he's going to deport every single one of them. Uh, uh, you know, and you know what? That's a winning message. It's not that we hate illegals or we hate people being able to come to the country. We just want people to follow the damn law. You know, you're not entitled to be a citizen of the United States. Follow the law. You know, and Hanson agrees with you. Uh, Counter-revolution is on its way, folks. Uh, uh, let's just talk about this. You know, uh, at, at its peak, the reign of terror, uh, it's losing momentum. Dr. Errington's already talked a little bit about this with the Target, uh, the Anheuser-Busch uh, uh, folks. Uh, I mean, they, I think both of those organizations have lost over $20 billion in, in market cap in the last uh, 20 days. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney, Disney has has lost over 10 billion, $11 billion in market cap uh, because they won't, uh, they won't back off of their stupidity of wanting to sexualize children. You know what? Uh, it's kind of a blessing in disguise that they came out and did that. And we've seen video of, vice president, of a vice president of Disney saying, hey, every movie you see, there's going to be something in there about, about woke or uh, transgender, LGBTQ, uh, creating allies with these children, or, uh, or and worse, uh, what they're really wanting to do is sexualize your babies. Uh, because, you know, I grew up as a Disney child. I went to Disneyland in California right. when I was five, you know. Uh, so, uh, and I've taken every one of my grandchildren, except for the youngest one, uh, uh, the youngest two, actually. Uh, so that's four of them. Uh, to Disney World with their and all of their parents <laughs> have been at Disney World with me at one time or another, uh, but we're not doing it. Uh, I canceled everything Disney until these people stop the smoke stuff, uh, and, and that's what the American people have to do. You know, uh, the other thing is uh, people like Elon Musk, Matt Taibbi, Bill Maher, uh, Barry Weiss, Glenn Greenwald, all liberals. And I think uh, I would add, uh, I might add RFK Jr. to this. I haven't quite figured him out yet uh, on this uh, policy aspect, but uh, they are, they're not just counter-revolutionaries. They are pushing back, not just on the absurdity of, of the excesses of it, but, uh, uh, but they're questioning the premises of it altogether. And they should be intelligent people, especially the educated ones, should be questioning this because it's stupid. And it's absurd, as Hanson 
uses, and it only leads to death and destruction, uh, and poverty, uh, and sickness, uh, disease. Uh, you can see it. Go to San Francisco and walk the streets for a few minutes. You'll be appalled. You'll, you won't even be able to stand the smell, will you, Doc? And, you know, and uh, I think one of the Nick Searcy, the famous actor, James Woods, Richard Dreyfus, they're all speaking out now about this. And he talked about the children. Marxists believe that our children do not belong to the parents. They belong to the state. As such, yep. they should be trained and educated by the state. What a bunch of total hogwash that is. Just try and come get my kids. And the latest Marxists to actually say that in public is occupying the presidency of the United States. Joe Biden said that very thing uh, just uh, uh, within the last two weeks, uh, and it's public knowledge. Folks, go look it up. Uh, Dr. Errington, thank you so much for coming and talking uh, through this uh, fabulous article from Mr. Hansen, uh, Victor Davis Hansen. You should look it up. Uh, just type in the word Thermidor. Uh, in Google, and the article will pop right up, uh, unless they start suppressing it. Uh, but uh, uh, Randy Arrington, regular contributor to The Rob Mana Show, uh, appreciate your, uh, your uh, input and your instruction here on Training Tuesday. Folks, uh, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. It's Whistleblower Wednesday, uh, and we have a special guest, FBI Whistleblower and uh, the Kyle Serafin Show host, Kyle Serafin. Uh, who is responsible for many of the things that we now know, many of the things we now know. We're going to throw it over to Drew Berquist and his gang at the This Is My Show and Booze and Banter. Until tomorrow, I'm Rob Manis, uh, and Tucker is still laughing. <laughs>
Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. We love the Internet, but the Internet is tracking everything you do. Take control of your online privacy with IP Vanish. People with malicious intent are everywhere watching you. Criminals can hack your Wi-Fi while broadband providers and advertisers monitor your data. With IP Vanish on your device, your Internet activity is encrypted. No one can see what you're doing. Your location, your connection, completely hidden. Protect your Internet privacy today with IP Vanish. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. 